Welcome to At the Table, a play reading series. This is part two of Parched by Dustin Sullivan. This episode is brought to you by Haley Shibble, New York City-based graphic designer and animator and the creator of our logo. If you're just joining us and you haven't checked out the first episode of this play, you should really uh, stop and go back and do it because it's an excellent first half of this play. Act one, scene five. Daniel's home later that afternoon. Daniel sits on the floor against a wall. Daniel doesn't move. We see Cassie's face outside as she opens a nearby window and crawls in. Hey there. Just figured it was all right to open my window and come in. That window there? I don't open that window. God did, cause when God closes a door, he opens a window. Hey, Cassie, don't explain your own jokes. Wasn't a very good joke. Uh, To be honest, Daniel, I can't quite figure out why you're not talking to me. Did you know that was going to happen? That he was going to say those things? Well, sure. He told me all about it, the other secret church meeting I went to. I mean, how would I have known about it? He told me the sermon would be about my dad. He ambushed me. It was sort of still about your dad. I can't believe you. Daniel, I'm here with you right now, and I'm on your side. Didn't help that you up and left right in the middle of the service. Oh, no? It, it didn't leave a good impression? Everyone's trying to get a handle on this. This is new to all of but us. It's not a miracle. Pastor Walker is sure about that. No, it's absolutely an evil thing. You have to admit it. It doesn't exactly feel like a sign of good times. Bad things happen in nature all the time. Tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, and people say, The Lord works in mysterious ways. He even said that in his sermon. Why is this any different? It is different. In front of people. He said it was my fault. In front of everyone. He said it was my fault. Plain as day, he said this wouldn't be happening if it weren't for me. What did I do? I never did anything to the land. What? Maybe that's the problem. Cassie? If you think I'm to blame for this, you go on and you get out right now. And you know I never said... But it makes sense. If it's only happened on your land, it might have something to do with you. I'm no sinner. No more than anyone else is. Not enough of a sinner to deserve this. What? I think anything I say is going to make you snippy. Well, you're, you're probably right. What was everyone saying after the service? There was a lot of energy, and Pastor Walker does not normally discuss exciting things. Gossip. Right. Well, usually it's all solemn and sweet tea, but there, you know, was chatter. Anything in particular I should know about? I don't know. I mean, it sounded like you might have a tough time selling the land for a while. You know, people want to see what happens first. I mean, Mastiff was walking around like a proud pufferfish, thinks he did us all a big favor by telling everyone about it. Well, he didn't write that sermon. Sorry, Daniel. Mastiff was ready. He was ready to buy. Not sorry for that. Don't think you should be. It's, it's just frustrating. I mean, how bad did you need that money from the sale? I don't want to talk about money with you, Cass. And not because you're a girl, so don't even start in on that. If you need a boost, my parents would be glad to help. They're not upset you're spending time with the new town troublemaker? They're curious, same as everyone. But they know you, they like you, and they love me and trust my opinion. I am, after all, never wrong about people. 
So, what do you want to do? Uh, right now, or with all this? Let's hear both. Not what I want to do, but I guess what I have to do is stay here a little longer than I planned. Or maybe not, who knows. Maybe people realize this is a silly thing to be lathered up about and an offer is made before the month is over. Could happen. And right now, right now I want. You really are terrible at making decisions. I'd like to do something that would help, that might fix this, but uh, I have no idea that what that would be. There's always- Don't say prayer. Cactus farm? A cactus farm, I was going to say, your land would be perfect for that now. And I have always said to myself, you know what this town needs more of? Cactuses. This doesn't end with you, and it's cacti. You could fill the ocean with everything you don't remember from school, and that's what you choose to hang on to. When is the next storm supposed to come through? Mm, might be a quite, might be quite a few days. Ah, uh, come on. Seems like storms are your biggest problem right now. And you want another? No, storms aren't the problem. It's my land that's acting up, but sooner or later, it's going to be the storm that makes it right. Mm. At some point, those raindrops have to take. Not much to do, but wait, really. Well, you can't just hole up in the house like a field mouse. Uh, maybe I should read every waking hour, try and get as smart as you. Good thing you're joking or you'll end up disappointed. Maybe I shouldn't be joking. I need to find something. Can't just stay glued to your hip. Butterflies, every time you open your mouth. You're not in charge of making my life good, Cassie. Never claimed I was. Uh, I can take care of myself, is all I meant. If you need some time to yourself, I'll give it gladly. People are allowed to have friends, though. Having friends doesn't mean you can't stand on your own two feet. I know how friends work. Then maybe you should smile. You're lucky to have a Cassie in your life. Everyone ought to have a Cassie. <laughs> well, that's all well and good, but wherever I'm headed, wherever that is, there isn't going to be a Cassie waiting for me. I guess. Short term, you needn't worry about that. Suppose not. Meantime, bet you wish you hadn't done such a good job packing. If I didn't need it when I left, I don't need it now. No, you don't need it. Kind of makes it feel like a haunted house. There's still a table and chairs. <gasps> you know what? You're right. I wasn't accounting for the table and Chairs? This place is so fancy. Oh, here she goes. Oh, I feel so silly not having brought my finest gown to wear. You don't own a gown. Have you spent much time in my closet? You're good at cheering me up. I know. You think it really is just me? Maybe there's other places acting the same way. In town? Anywhere. You want to look? What do you mean? Drive around and keep our eyes peeled for dry land? Uh, last rain was a couple days ago. I don't think it would be able to tell. Mm, suppose you're right. Well, any ideas? Oh, we could go outside and yell at the dirt until it acts proper. You would choose to yell, wouldn't you? <laughs> how about we sweet talk it instead? Uh, how about we take opposite sides of the farm and try our own methods? If you mean like a game, I think we know who will win. I'd lose this one to you gladly, if it puts a stop to this. You know, I got a different thought. Accompany me to the general store? Don't see why not. Just for company? Uh, to talk up anyone who might try and tell me how I can find salvation. Deal.
Act 1, Scene 6. Split stage. On one half, Daniel's house with Cassie baking pies by herself. On the other half, a patch of Daniel's farm a little ways from the house. Daniel is tilling the soil. There are bags of fertilizer and some seed packets on a bucket with a half-full bottle of water next to it. Pastor Walker enters and watches for a few moments. You must be pretty focused there. Hard to sneak up on someone when you need cross a whole field to get to them. I saw you coming. Most folks would take a moment, meet a pastor halfway. Well? What are you up to out here? Sure, you could call it farming, I suppose, but it looks like you're focused on a mighty small patch of earth. And what are these? Flowers. Son, I don't think flowers are the business model you should be putting your energy towards. Uh, I'm not trying to sell them. I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm leaving that to the next owner. This is just for proof. Proof that the soil is still as good as it ever was. Son, the scenery suggests otherwise. Looks like most things on your land that ought to be green are looking a bit listless. Not a lot of shine. Uh, something in this land is lacking. Is why I'm out here now, giving it a good turn. She'll come around. You're sure that's what it takes, huh? You've been that neglectful? Is there something I can do for you? I haven't had a chance to talk to you, see how you're handling this. All I get is reports from all the other folk who take the occasional drive by to see if anything's changed here. I've been feeling as though I live by a highway now. Well, son, you're not helping your cause doing this close enough to the road for people to gawk. My land, my choice. Nah, that it is, son, that it is. You can't blame people for looking, though. Everyone's curious. Everyone's curious and a little concerned. Can't imagine how that pod got stirred up. I was hoping to talk to you after the service. Mm. Your leaving halfway through made it difficult. Son, I get the sense you're angry with me. How could that be? Uh, no one gets angry at a pastor. Oh, you really do stretch the boundaries of common courtesy. I'm just not certain what you're here for. Son, I just want to- Stop calling me that. Have some sense, would you? I didn't... Huh. It never even occurred to me. It's a common term of... but I... It's thoughtless of me. Of course, it was... it was thoughtless. I apologize for raising my voice at you. No, no, it's... As a man who invests so much in the power of the spoken word, I sure can eat crow sometimes. Best intentions aside, there are moments this whole town would be better if my lips were glued shut. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, laugh all you want. You know it's true. I, I can't walk around admitting it all the time, of course. I never really thought you were aware of... Well, I'm sure there are plenty of times I'm not, but... You talk as much as I do, and let's be fair, most people in this town are looking to me, expecting me to talk about one thing or another. You talk enough, and there are sure to be some real skunks. Now what I can't tell you, although I suppose it's what you'd want to hear, what I can't tell you is that I believe my last sermon to be one of those times. I guess that would have been too much to hope. What about it, if I can ask, puts you to anger? I'm sure you think it's obvious, but I'm asking. Um, I'm not sure we should I'm discuss- I'm asking. Let me show you that I am capable of closing my trap to listen every now and again. Uh. For starters, 
You said it was going to be about my dad, and that was before this happened, and you never prepared me otherwise. And then you made it near impossible for me to sell, scaring everyone with talk about my land being cursed in some way and making me out to be the one responsible, as if I caused it, as if nothing gets better until I find salvation or redemption or some such. I never said your land was cursed. Different words, uh, same meaning. Not the same meaning, in my opinion. And while I don't envy the struggle you're going through, I'm a little green at the opportunity it provides you. And what opportunity is that? We are all in need of redemption and salvation. Most of us are not given such a clear canvas of how well we're managing to achieve it. So I should be proud to be so well informed of my failure. I'm saying it presents an opportunity. Daniel continues working on the soil, with Walker looking on. Where's your boyfriend? He's... He's outside. Outside? A little further down the road? I'm surprised you didn't see him. Might want to get those eyes checked. On the land? On his land. What for? Not working, I'm sure of that. Is he getting a tan? He is working, matter of fact. Why is that? I didn't hear anything about the soil getting better. It, it hasn't yet. But it will, and he's out there helping it along. <laughs> I doubt that very much. And why may that be? What goes round comes round, darling. And it's coming round. That doesn't make a lick of sense. Daniel is the best person I know. Too bad he doesn't seem to think the same about you. Mr. Galing, that is none of your business. Well, I'd be bothered about it. You got a tougher skin than he does. I'm surprised you're not out there working the field while he works the oven. Maybe you should state your business so I can get back to my oven duties, which I enjoy plenty, thank you. Well, who says I'm here for business? I get a sense you're only anywhere for business. Tell me more, little lady. You still want the land? Do I? Of course you do. You want it as bad as you always did. You just see an opportunity to get it for pennies on the dollar. And why would I be interested in land that's run amok? Because I think you believe you're bigger than the land. That you're a better man than Daniel. And that everything will turn out for the better on your watch. Mm. Any other thoughts? Yes. I think you ought to consider the next time you're in church doing a little less gossiping and a little more praying. You may not respect your elders, but I will give you this. You respect this town. Know why this isn't happening to you or to me? Because we're good, hard-working, God-fearing folk. We know our place in the world, and we stay there. No complaints. All you do is complain, and you don't know me from an apple. If he really loved his father... Since when did you ever see the two of them together? Don't need to. His father was strong as an ox. It's only an ungrateful son that can bring down something so sturdy. His dad would never wish this on him. No, he wouldn't. That's why I'm glad someone else did. All this talking, the only purpose it serves is for you to hear the sound of your voice. You want to bleed away at Daniel? Go ahead if you feel so inclined. I'm not a part of it. Make yourself a part of it. Tell him to get out. Tell him to sell. To you? <laughs> no one else will touch it. That's just a fact. Tell him. It'll sound better coming from you. He can go on his little adventures just like he wants, and the rest of us can start going about our day. It's the least he can do after all the trouble he's caused. 
If you're so God-fearing, have you prayed for Daniel? I've got better things to pray about. Better things than your neighbor? I don't enjoy church a great deal, but I pay enough attention to have heard a few quotes making neighbors out to be pretty important. Maybe rather than open your wallet, and barely so at that, you should open that creaky old heart of yours. Praying won't do squat for him. <laughs> I suppose that's the point. Don't know what you mean. You don't want him to leave. Maybe this is all your fault. Maybe you wished this on him so he'd have to stay. Maybe I should pray for you. Stop trying to be funny or hot-tempered and you'll see it. Nobody is better off with him staying except you. And not even you. You just don't know it. He's not going to claim you. I wish you had a daughter. So someone was around to teach you manners. I don't want to be claimed. Tell him there's an offer waiting for him when he's ready to give up. Tell him he should sell. Then look for a real fella. Maybe one of my boys. Someone who won't run from you first chance he gets. <laughs> I'll leave you to it. Wouldn't want you to burn your pie. You really think this has something to do with God? Even when the rain and the soil mix together as they should, I think it's the work of the Lord. Why would this be any different? <sighs> Would you like a drink of water? Uh, I've got the one bottle and I've put it to my mouth already, but I could- Aren't you saving it for the soil? No, no, it's not ready yet. Uh, besides, it has to be the rain. Does it now? It's a silly superstition. Funny, you should choose to call it a superstition. I try and call things what they are. Drink? Thank you, no. Maybe you think I'm a non-believer. It's not true. Perhaps it's your opinion that my not going to service proves otherwise. I don't, but I don't think that. And even if you didn't, it's not to me to make you believe, it's to make you think. And apparently, every now and again, to make you angry. <laughs> I can go sour on occasion. Lemon sour, absolutely. Which I actually like about you, I just don't usually remember I like it until after we part ways. I know there's nothing you wanted more than to be somewhere else, and soon. Yeah. Does this seem silly to you? What? A behaving as though any of this will make a lick of difference. You have to start somewhere. Walker picks up the tiller. What are you doing? Helping. I'm already out here. No, you don't have to. No, Pastor. I do not have to. Try not to spread word or people will think it's some free service. <laughs> right. Wouldn't look good if I was giving special treatment to sinners. <laughs> Right, except when someone drives by, they- I'll do what any good pastor would do. Drop on my belly and hide. Glad to know you have a plan. I really thought I did right by my dad. Daniel, it was not my intention to state otherwise. I'd say all things are connected, but that doesn't make it all one and the same. Your father isn't the land. No, he's not. And I'm not convinced God is the land either. Right now, the land is the land, and we are not on speaking terms. Let me ask you this. Why not just walk away? The money from a sale would be nice, no doubt, but people have started fresh with much less. You could disappear and never worry yourself about it again. I uh, can't. 
Why not? Well, um, I guess, uh, I guess because that's not who I am. And that's a start. Act 1, Scene 7. That same patch of farmland, Cassie and Daniel are sitting opposite each other playing war with a deck of cards, which he has nearly won. A number of containers hold several partially eaten pieces of pie. They play the same value card. WAR! They play it out. She loses. They do a couple more rounds until Cassie is down to her last card. Last card, Cassie. So? You're about to lose. I'm about to win. Um, if you feel alright calling it winning... There's about to be another thing I'm better at than you. In the past three hours, I've beaten you in so many different card games, and there isn't a lick of skill involved in war. I'm not sure why people even call it a game. Oh, so it's not going to bother you in the least? Well, it's not over yet, but <laughs> no. Daniel, losing at this so-called game is not going to bother me. I guess we'd better just finish it up then. Yes, we better! One. Two, three! Ah, bothered! <laughs> nope, not bothered in the slightest. Wipe that grin off your face. Or what? You'll chase me? We know I can outrun you. Yes, Daniel, and then you can brag to everyone how Cassie couldn't beat you up because you ran away really fast. <laughs> Let's play another game. We were playing war. War is what you play when there are no other games left. All these clouds are being awfully greedy. They've been lingering there forever. Well, gotta come down eventually. Well, I don't know about them, but the rain cloud in my bladder can't hold out much longer. Oh, such a lady. Oh, hush. And deal with it. Just run back to the house. And miss it? You know for certain the moment I disappear is the moment skies open up. Watch pot. Cassie, controller of the sky. Hey, that one's not bad. Well? I'll be fine. Hmm. I'll be fine. Plus, I can't go in your house without everyone knowing what I'm up to. <laughs> Uh, what's the tally now? Looks about 30, 35. I should have sold tickets. They're staying on the road. You don't own the road. I'm joking, Cass. I know, Dan. Ugh. Ugh. Don't call me that. Mastiff out there? With sons. It's a family outing. Oh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's expecting me to march right over there and turn over my land for a piece of licorice. He didn't give specifics, but that may not be far off. <laughs> He could offer me a castle in Europe. No chance I'm dealing with someone who speaks ill to Cassie. Should we bring them some pie? Not the Mastiff clan, of course, but the rest of them. Seeing as how you've made me sample near every slice, there's not much untouched to offer them. Needed to get your thoughts before you're gone. They're all delicious. You know they are. You think they'll stick it out until it rains? They've waited this long. Uh, who even needs a fair when there's entertainment like this? I'm not sure we can talk. We've been out here longer than anyone. I've been putting a lot of work in to turn this around. Sooner the rain comes, sooner I can tell everyone that this was all an odd little event, and now it's done. I'm surprised I don't see Pastor Walker. Hmm. 
After what you said, him showing some kindness, I imagined he'd be over there rooting for you. The kindness, I think, is in him not coming. I don't really care to be a spectacle, and I'm sure the folks on the road aren't exactly hoping the best for me. You don't know that. Why would they? Maybe because you're not a villain. No chance you could be a villain. You're scared of too many things. Somewhere along the way you got it in that skull of yours that everyone here hates you because you're not spitting image of your dad. I am a spitting image of- Not in how you look, in who you are. You don't go to church. You don't much care about being a farmer. You don't flirt up the waitress at Dolly's Diner or Sally in the general store. You keep to yourself a lot and no one hates you for that. A lot of folks are disappointed, and I know clear as day that can feel worse at times, but it's not the same thing. You know, people have a way they want things to be, and if it doesn't go that way, they get jumbled, you know, maybe a little cranky, and then they move along. You know, it's funny. It's not even like I have big dreams. I don't figure I'm better than this town. I just don't think I'm supposed to stay here. My dreams don't have me staying here. And no one's making you stay. There's still one more slice to try. I am near bursting with pie. Tell me what it is and I can imagine what it tastes like. No, you cannot imagine. I need your help. Is one of these slices your mom's and you're trying to get me to choose a side without knowing? No. Darn it. That would have been a really good idea. (laughs) Ugh, come on. I can't take another bite. I'm more pie than man. Man might be pushing it. (laughs) Thanks. Tough it out. I need your help. You know what the judges will like far better than me? What difference does my opinion make? It makes a difference to me. They're all the best. They can't all be the best. Says you. Says Daniel. I mean, it is possible to like things the same amount, Can you please just... Maybe you can enter a bunch of different secret identities and you can win all the ribbons. I need you to choose. What happens if it doesn't work this time? It has to work. I'm not saying it won't, period. I'm saying what if it doesn't work this very next time? It has to work, Cassie. This time. I admit I didn't care very much about the land, but looking around and seeing everything wilting and brown is downright upsetting. It has looked prettier. Well, okay. It's going to work this time! Do you hear that? It's going to work this time! I quit it. Just... Just giving them an update. Very kind of you to... Wait. What, a drop? I think. Drop. Drop! 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 Okay, cover the pies! Who cares about the... Daniel, we're covering the pies! Okay. They gather up the containers, cover them, and put them in a bag. Umbrellas! They each grab an umbrella and open them. They stand facing each other. You ready? Beyond a shadow. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I am ready! Maybe the clouds got shy again. Close your eyes. Close them. Just close them. Okay. Okay. Just... No, just okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. They open their eyes. Daniel's smile half fades. He reaches down to touch the ground to be sure. He stands up and hurls his umbrella with a yell. <sighs> we should give it a minute. A few minutes. The earth might be adjusting to it still. Not fair. It's not fair. It doesn't matter what I do. I failed again. I failed again. All right, you can just go home now. Go on. I killed the soil. 
I killed it and it's not coming back. No miracles here. Just go on home. Cassie lowers her umbrella and drops it to the ground and walks over to Daniel. You know what you need? A delicious slice of pie. <laughs> there has never been and never will be anything like you. Anything? Mm -hmm. Do you want to head indoors? In a minute. Once you're in the bath, might as well enjoy it. Agreed. Looks as though they've all gone. Too bad, I should have invited them all in for coffee. Ever the kind toast. Aren't I? Not bad, scaredy cat. Daniel kisses her fully, deeply. He crouches down and puts his hand on the soil, bows his head and stands back up. Still dry. Of course it is, Goose. I thought that maybe. Love doesn't make the grass grow. <laughs> Never has. I guess not. Are you okay with that? I'm lost, Cassie. This is not the home I know. I'm lost on my own land. I lost a green. I lost my dad. I, I lost something. I lost something. Well, I can help you find it. But I can hold your hand while you look. There are those who suggest, those who believe, that the Garden of Eden still exists. That we were perhaps banished from it, but God never expunged it from the world. That we may still find our way back. Maybe, left unchecked, it is now shrouded in overgrowth, pristine but hidden. It makes me wonder what the garden looked like at first blush through the eyes of Adam and Eve. Would it be majestic beyond our comprehension, or maybe not much more than a field? Would it have the wild berries that I have loved since I was a boy, that my mother let me walk among the bushes and pick the ripest ones that I knew were near bursting? And would these bushes, should they be in Eden, still have the tiny thorns that pricked in my skin as I reached deep or too carelessly? Could I even then suffer from my wants, be punished for my recklessness? I still find the time to pick those berries. And my wounds are less frequent now. I have learned to better avoid the dangers of those little thorns. I have grown through age, through hardship, through guidance. I have grown. My soil has been tended to, as I learn love, as I learn pain, 
as I learn endurance, as I learn empathy, as I learn forgiveness, as I learn remorse, my soil has been tended to. I have been nourished. I have grown. I still possess thorns, I do, some sharper than others, but I also provide nourishment for those who seek it. And I look out, and I see that I am surrounded by green. All of us, green and learning, green and striving, and I understand that we carry Eden with us. All of us do. All of us. We are God's garden, and we will never stop growing. We'd like to thank Wayne Duvall, Jasmine Stiefel, Jacob Owen, and Dustin Sullivan for being with us today. You can find out more about these incredible actors and what they're up to other than this podcast at our website, www.chargingmoosemedia.com slash podcast. Or you can look up our social media. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook at AtTheTablePlays. This episode was brought to you by Haley Shibble. And snacks. If you make snacks for a living and you like podcasts or theater, why not send us some snacks? What a great way to sponsor an episode. <laughs> you can check out Charging Moose Media's other projects on our website at www.chargingmoosemedia.com. They include Give My Regards to Broadway, Classic Show Tunes Reimagined, and The Hunted Encore. Please stay tuned to our website and our social media for more plays from At The Table, a play reading series, and also other new projects soon to be announced. We have so much more coming up for you this season. Uh, if you are a New York actor, if you're local to the New York area and you're interested in joining us in the studio, uh, let us know. If you are a playwright from absolutely anywhere, let us know. We'd love to take a look at your work. Uh, go to our website and feel free to submit where it tells you you can submit. Please rate. Review, subscribe. Subscribe to our podcast. Please, please, please. Thank and if you we get so ratings and reviews, it helps us out so much. Please, please, please. Thank you for listening.